0: Photographing men with photographer Jeffro Haas is now available at proedu.com. You can get Jeff's entire workflow on lighting, posing and retouching men. And if you're not if you're not photographing men, you're just focusing on women, you're missing like 20% of the population. I, I don't even I can't even do the math. Well, it's hard math. It's hard math. Yeah. Go to proedu.com and you can stream it or download it and get all of Jeff Rojas's secrets. Jeffro Haas. Haas. Com.
1: Welcome to the Pro Edu Podcast,
2: where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up.
0: In this episode, we're sitting down with Laura Sheridan of Sheridan's Art. Mm-hmm. It's the
2: start of day three. Rob, how are you feeling? Uh, good. Pooped? pooped. You po- You're pooped? I'm um, pooped. You pooped? No, I. Rob oh, pooped. Yeah, I do poop. <laughs> Every everybody poops. No, Gary. that's not true. Who doesn't poop? I don't know. See, then it is true. It might be. Of course, it's true. <laughs> didn't you read the book? Everybody poops. No, I didn't. Your parents did not raise you properly. Laura,
0: thank you for sitting down and, and talking with us. Yeah, welcome. Through your work, your work is awesome. Thank you. Look, you're where are you based out of?
1: Uh, I'm in Belgium. I'm in in Belgium. Antwerp, yes.
0: That's awesome. Let's start from the beginning. How did you get into this line of work, um, and the type of photography that you do.
1: Yeah, well, I've always been really interested in like mythology and yeah, legends and like Tolkien. Um, I used to read books like since I was very little, and I was, like, I got into talking at like 11, 12, and I like, went up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as, well as, as well as games, I'm a huge gamer, um, and I think like I've always been really creative as well. But like many, was like I wanted to create things, but. I have no specific talent for, like, drawing or painting. And I was, like, you know, I get really frustrated after a while. And then, like, at one point, my mom gave me the camera because, you know, like, I was the middle daughter. And, like, you go do something. (laughs) And I realized, like, somehow that it was much easier to just, like, take a camera and take pictures of what I saw in front of me. Um, And then I realized, like, this is quite easy, so to say, um, to start creating what I saw in my head, like, into, like, the the real life in front of me. And um, it really took off at one point when... I think it was back in 2007 when my parents actually gave me a camera, like this really tiny Canon PowerShot A470. Um, and I started, like, dragging all of my friends into shoots. You know you know how it goes, like, I have an ID, like, I have these costumes, like, costumes, um, and I put them in each like, other, and like put them in trees and put them in bushes. Uh, because I used to live in a farmland, so it was like, we had a lot of, like, locations and stuff.
0: And how old were you when this was going on? Um,
1: wait, let me calculate real quick. Because it was 2017, 2007, so I... So I uh, I was like 18, I think, okay. 17, 18. Um, I turned 17, that was it. I was 17 and like, in the beginning, it was like people didn't take me quite seriously because, you know, like I shot at this really kitschy stuff, <laughs> like yeah. terms like oh, terror and horror, And I think about it. Um, but it took really to cough when I went to Antwerp because I was studying art school and they're like fashion. Um, but I, didn't, I never wanted to study photography back then because I was like, yeah, I know I can photograph, you know, I don't need to study this which is not true but i was like quite stubborn and a yeah. like, bit too confident in myself um and i studied fashion but then i was doing this two years, years of fashion specialization but it was actually more shooting than like actually like doing my school stuff um and it took off from there like i picked up the name Sheridan's art there and i was like you know like that's like, just as a hobby and like you know you no know, 2009 was it then 2010 but and where does
0: that come from because your last name isn't sheridan correct
1: yeah, like my real name is Laura Bierenz, Um and I never want to use my real name online because I shot back a lot of horror back then, and still I was like, I do not want my real name connected to like this really horror, dark, gory stuff, um, and I used to always been writing books, I'm still writing my, my books, um, and it's actually one of my characters I really like drawn to for some reason, um, and he's my second oldest one, so I have the name Sheridan since. I was four or five years old, okay. and I was like, Laura Sheridan does sound quite nice. It sounds really fancy. I was like, this is good. It's like, it sounds really enough and people don't dig too much in my private information. Most I thought it would be. like, No, it's not anymore. <laughs> but like, I was like, Laura Sheridan sounds nice. Laura Sheridan's art sounds nice as well. And you know, I just went for it, and before I knew it, I had a business with it, so now I'm kind of stuck with it, <laughs> which is fine, though. Like, I just had to change my books now because it was my main character. And I don't want, like, my business name to be, like, a character as well in the books when I publish them. So I <laughs> had that to figure sense. that out.
2: How would you define yourself as a photographer?
1: Oh, that's always find really difficult. Like, um, I don't like to call myself, like, a fantasy photographer because people associate fantasy with, like, these sparkles and unicorns and rainbows. <laughs>
0: Fabio? Yeah, like, yeah. really kitschy God, stuff. God, I but love like, Fabio.
2: D- Isn't he the best? I want his hair. Do you
0: know about Fabio? No. Is Was he... It's not American, isn't he's, he? No, no, no. He's Italian Brazilian or Italian. Yeah, he's ta- Italian. I think Italian, yeah. yeah. You don't know about, like, Fabio, all those, like, fantasy books? And I bet everyone the knows l- about Fabio. He's got the oh, long, yeah, she's, flowing yeah. hair and his m- buff, muscular man. Oh, yeah. He's that kind of stuff, The front cover, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's like most people think when they think about fantasy, you see, like, these skimpy girls like, these sleeve bikinis and stuff and, like, these unicorns, like, sparkles and rainbows. Um, I like to do more, like, realistic fantasy, Mm. Um, or, like, I call it high fantasy because a lot of fantasy books are called high fantasy because it's quite complicated, and I feel that kind of translated my work as well, so it's, like, high fantasy art photography, Um, but, like, yeah, it's, like, really, I want things to be real in front of my camera, so everything I do, except for the fire and stuff that's, like, Photoshop, is all, like, shot in front of me, like, I do very little Photoshop when it's not necessary. But
2: do you do you make a lot of your own wardrobe? I know you have even have a section on armor and different yeah, you know, like ruffles and things that are available to, to people. Do you make all that, or you? Collect I used to
1: craft it? it, but then I got like really into photography, so I'm more photography, photographing. Um, and now I just like sk- like find everywhere. Um, I'm lucky to work with a company like called Mitolon, and um, I bought my first set of armor with them now i've got like official partnership with them so it's quite easy to get more armor just to get it i shoot it Mm. Uh, and the rest is all like second hands online like in real life um i get some pieces now as well just people are like do you want this and i'm like hell yes like just you know just give me everything (laughs) so yeah but i want to start crafting again it's like i have to compensate somewhere right so and
2: it's very time consuming
1: yeah and quite expensive
2: so does most of your inspiration then come from books from books stores.
1: Yeah, like um, in the past, there was a lot of books in mythology because um, of like this, all this tower of mythology books at home. Um, also, a lot from games. Like, I'm a huge avid gamer, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and The Witcher, like Assassin's Creed.
2: I've never heard of any of these things.
1: Oh, how <laughs> can you? Oh, you haven't <laughs> heard of Assassin's Creed? How can oh, you? Oh, Assassin's
2: Creed, yeah, I did.
0: I have heard of that. <sighs> I'm an we old haven't. guy. All right. So, what are your some? What are some of your favorite mythology stories?
1: I'm um, really drawn to like the Greek mythology because there's so much drama and sex, and like everybody dies and stuff. And I'm really like into that stuff. Uh, oh, that sounds really horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just I There's really lots like... of
2: sex and everybody dies. Wow, wow,
1: Horror. yeah. <laughs> All
0: I'm right, so sorry. Which one specifically? Let's, Let's get some details. Um,
1: I really like the story of Medusa. Like, I showed the story of her, like my version of it, because like it's for me, it's both like it's really dramatic stuff, but I'm also really into like um, how do you say like more the political side of things. Like, she's like this really dark, evil character as like she throws people into stone. But at the same time, I'm like really finding really sad. Like it's written by guys probably, and it's like it's a woman again, and she's like this terrifying, like beautiful and super ugly at the same time, and a lot of contradictions in it. Like she's a snake woman, and yet she isn't, and she gets killed, of course, by a guy. And I'm like, I really like the story of it, um, and I'm also really drawn to like the Celtic, Celtic mythology because um, if I had a past life, it was somewhere in Scotland probably. Um, but I've always been really drawn to it. Like, I can't pronounce the names, like, ever. Like, don't ask Why me. Why do you think you had yeah, a past what?
0: life in Scotland?
1: I'm just always really drawn to it. Like, when I see, mm-hmm. like, pictures of, like, photos of, like, so many people from Scotland and he post quite often, like, stories of the landscape, I get so homesick. Like, it's really, really? strange to explain. Yeah, I never had it. But, like, it seems it's a thing that people have. Um, but do you I'm have like, a yeah. favorite
0: place in Scotland? There you go.
1: Um, oh, like like just drop me there and I'm like in seventh heaven. <laughs> oh, really? As long as it's highlands, I'm the happiest person on earth.
0: You got a thing for men in kilts? Yeah. Too? yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Have you ever
1: seen outlander and stuff like? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, Are you a fan of
0: Highlander? Hmm? The sh- uh, American TV show Highlander? Or oh the, the yeah, Highlander. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: of course I saw it. Yeah. Like when <laughs> I was editing, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> used to play the bagpipe myself, so you did? Oh. I did.
2: It was incredibly hard to learn. Yeah. Used to? What happened?
1: Um, I traveled to Antwerp to study, and like the school was in Kent. And like was like with the studies I had, we were like quite time consuming, and my photography, which was more time consuming, I had to I just quit it and I kinda still really regret it to this. Yeah, point. totally. Who
2: doesn't want to be able to play the bagpipes? Yeah, yeah
1: like every time I hear it's like it's quite noisy, like I couldn't practice in the house because you know we hear it like five blocks away. Um So I I never was able to like pursue it anymore, and I'm like, you know, I got lost and stuff.
2: If I could play the bagpipes, I would walk in to work every day playing. Do you want bagpipes (laughs) for your next (laughs) birthday? I do, but it takes like two years to. It takes like two years to just work on the. The wind part before you even yeah. get to having the bag. Don't you just blow into a
0: thing? No. Start? It is so just super, super Wait, intense why? learning curve. Seriously, it's so you so you just blow like into two a bag. years just on the
2: little Yeah, because recorder. you have like... Just
1: the thing, it's just like a flute, but then you have like all these little jigger things you have to learn. And like, like it's so complicated. And I was there like... So you don't just
0: blow into a bag. It, no. Is it like a trumpet where you have to like yeah, you have put to, your mouth into a specific... These days you have
1: electric bagpipes. You know? that's, like, that's, that's cheating. That's, that's what I'm There's electric bagpipes. Seriously? It I have one, a friend of mine has one. I was like, Can I just try because I can't like a card anymore? Like just like you have to blow it in there and like press it and play at the same time and it was I'll get too a tambourine
2: much. and a back electric bagpipe. We'll start a band. I actually seriously <laughs> wanted to learn how to how to play bagpipes so and when I looked into it I'm like, No, no, that learning curve is way too steep. It's not gonna happen. Can't yeah. be that hard. It is. it's hard. Bob, you can do it. I can do anything I set my mind to. It's whether I have the time to do that yeah, or not. that's I'm
0: that's right. true.
1: You have to be quite dedicated.
2: Yeah. 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 And Lord knows I'm not dedicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so at what point in your life did you start making enough money to do this, like, full-time? Um, and I, I guess what? I guess I could oh. do this full-time.
1: I guess it was like I, start, I had a job. Um, it was a really cool job. It was, like, a really high-paying job. So it was like, you know, I have an official job now. I can just like, do it on the side, like, officially. Um, and at one point, just, like, clients came in. And at one point, I realized I made, like, in one week what I made there in three months in my old job. And I was like... You know, I think I might just quit this job and try the full time thing. So it went quite organically. Also, because I needed, it, because I just had enough to pay my rent and stuff and like the bills, and then I had nothing left. Um, so I just did it to like get some money and like, you know, get somewhere in life. And no, it just happened. It was really strange because I went also very fast. Like, it was like in three months, suddenly it went from like having like this part time thing back to like a full time freelance thing. And I rented a studio and stuff for a year, and I was like, it went so fast.
0: Do you have a studio now?
1: Yeah, uh, well, uh, no. Like, I kind of have a studio, but it's in my house. Cause, um, well, that's a studio. That's a, yeah, yeah. It's a studio? Okay. It, it can be. Yeah, people always say... It I is in
0: this story. In this fable, you have a I'm studio. I have the biggest space ever. Yeah.
1: No, like, I'm used to working in the tiniest spaces, because um, I was a student first, and then I started living on my own. Like, I had this one-room thing for myself, so I set up my studio like, just beside my bed. So I had to sit on my bed to shoot, then I went to a bigger space, an apartment studio, but it still was like, you had my bed on the left, you had my studio, you had my desk on the right, so it was just like squeezed in between. Um, so I just, like, I'm, I've never had like, bigger spaces than like, a bedroom and still work in, like, in a converted bedroom right now. So it's like it's super budget, super do-it-yourself, because I can't rent anything bigger.
0: How much would it be to rent a, a studio in oh. Belgium? Oh, You're damn. in Antwerp, right? Yeah, Antwerp's quite so. expensive
1: because when I was renting a small studio, just like um, a little commercial space was like not bigger than a bedroom itself. It was like uh six hundred seven hundred something, I think. But if you go bigger it's like it's thousand thousand five hundred two thousand easily a month. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know it's a little bit high, you know for like a young business and stuff. Um, I did rent eventually like the one space at my at my apartment it was like thousand two hundred euros a month. Which was quite killing, you know. Like, still, I made enough, but like, we have like three monthly taxes as well. It's like another 700. So sometimes, like, in one month, I have to to pay like, you know, two, three thousand just in bills and rent alone. And it was was insane. How did you get
2: those first few clients and and really get the the business rolling?
1: I think it just social media because I had quite a social media presence. Like, quite, like, for me, it was quite big. It was like, I was thinking at 10,000, 15,000. And at one point, when I went like this half time thingy, suddenly, like, exploded. Um because I found like I think around the same time, two thousand yeah, I think two thousand fifteen started. But I started like developing this really personal style I think and mm-hmm. people really were drawn to it as well because it was fantasy and people really liked the fantasy, but they don't want all this sketch to go with it. And I think they really are drawn to that work that I shoot and that's how they came to me. So I just started advertising online was like, these are my prices, these are some of my dates, like if you want me book right. me. And people booked me, like I'm still, still surprised until this day that I get like, a chop out of it.
2: One of the things I'm su- th- that I think has really helped you, I, there are plenty of people in this kind of space you know, that do kind of fantasy stuff. Um, I've never <laughs> seen anybody put up the transformations page the way you do, okay. where you see somebody as just a normal, everyday individual, and then you see them in the character that you've created with them, mm-hmm. and the difference is so vast. I have to imagine that that is a huge selling tool for you when people really see how far yeah. you can take... A client
1: yeah that's the thing like I, I didn't just start up quite early because i knew what i could do with my team because i have i've worked together with like some really crazy talented people um and what they do with hair and makeup like i you know i just ate it like check is like just some foundation and i ate it like 15 minutes turn around they have like this really beautiful queen going on mm-hmm. and like it's also like a really big part of the credit goes to them as well like i do the photography like capture it and have the wardrobe but they are like the f- driving force as well behind what i'm able to create with my clients um but yeah we knew what we were doing but we never you know people who never don't know it's like it's very hard to imagine like them being in there mm-hmm. and i think that's now a really big like selling point i can be like because i get like every day like yeah i'm not as beautiful as your models and i never modeled before i'm too old i'm too heavy i'm too thin and i'm like look at like these are all like quite yeah. normal people just it's totally possible because i can see in you how beautiful you are like let me just do my magic on you you know like <laughs> they just right. have to, you have to be like you can do it like i don't care about the man let me just do it you know yeah that was one you know? thing
2: i thought that was really smart uh, to show the difference in people and you have uh, quite a few people that are much older than i would expect yeah, to be like involved in this kind of photography that's they a really thing. Like, enjoy
1: yeah. it yeah like i'm really lucky to have some like would h- so really harsh to say like older people cuz i just turned 27 like everything about 40 is old for me now <laughs> but don't mean yeah, like that's is. Is no, the best thing is, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
2: rob the, is ancient. the next
1: generation like the next generation is after me but i'm really happy to like because they're also often like quite beautiful and they're like yeah i'm so old and i'm like you're so one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen like if it's like half your beauty i'm happy like at your age um but i'm really happy they come to me and they allowed me to like you know do the magic on them um because i'm also really strict in my photo rob re- also thing. does magic Sorry?
0: Hey, Rob also does a kind I'm of also magic. I'm also beautiful. Yeah, like just come, older come people to my studio. He does oh, something cool. like... called daddy magic. Oh, God. <laughs> oh,
2: oh. oh. <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How have you forgotten about daddy magic? Uh, sleep deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that to you. So we have Laura magic and daddy magic at the same table.
1: <laughs> well, the thing that might be like quite magical. <laughs> it's,
2: uh, it, that's, this is where all
0: the magic is. Laura, happens. I'd like to commission you to make a photo of Rob. Oh boy, here we Challenge go. accepted. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with Rob?
1: I think I'll give him some armor and stuff because you have quite like a regal look, I think.
0: Oh. So regal, he'll give you the cloak. Regal Rob. I, yeah. Like, you know,
1: like daddy regal, regal Rob's spreading <laughs> his daddy magic. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just watching Rain right now. He also has like this one king and he's also like the typical daddy type and I kind of see the same thing in him, which is a compliment, by the way.
0: <laughs> I'm feeling good about that. Daddy magic for king. the Wing. Yeah. Oh. And I am yeah, a dad. Can, king you Rob. You the
1: king daddy. I love
2: that. There
0: That's perfect. Me, <laughs> king actually. Rob, king of the north. Yeah. Look at that! Hello. So, are, are you into like kind of modern day, um, like, you know, fantasy, Game of Thrones, that sort of thing? Yeah, or heavily. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I'm going to be hipster right now because <laughs> yeah. I've been reading like the books already. Like when I was still studying art school, and I was like 2008, I think. So I started in the books quite early, and then I started getting like, an actual series, and I was like, oh my god.
0: Do people come to you with specific characters that yes. they want, and yeah. then you have to go out and source the wardrobe? Yeah, or? yeah.
1: Luckily, I have like, a, quite an extensive wardrobe by now. Like, the last time I came I was like, at 150 dresses.
0: Wow. <laughs> so That's much. quite an investment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I get a lot, and like, most of my dresses are like 10 to 20 euros. Um, because Just I don't to know, rent? Just or to buy? I bought them. In okay. Antwerp, I have like, a few like, uh, stores in Antwerp. Where I go off. Like, every week, I'm there. They know me by now. I always walk out with this pile of clothing. Um, but I don't know how. People always joke with me. Like I have like a sixth sense to find clothing. Because I can just walk <laughs> in, find the five minutes I'm out again. And like dare there for three hours, I don't find anything. Like, I, I just smell when something good is there, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and are
0: these like, old antique dresses? Or, like,
1: a lot of them, yeah. Most, yeah a, lot of ant- a few antique ones. I've hidden those away like, very secretly. Um, but I'm also buy like a lot of reproductions. Like, I do try to get like more ethical source still because I don't want to buy it from eBay or China because you know like with the working conditions, I'm quite like aware of that. Um, right. That's good. yeah, like, I think it's important. like everybody wants to get it cheap enough and easy. I get that you know nobody has like a budget of like a lot of people don't have the budget I have sometimes because I save up for quite expensive pieces these days. Um, so like, you know, it's fine a nice, like there's so much second-hand stores, you have online, you have Etsy, uh, even on eBay, you have like a lot of second-hand stores, you can just like find the most gorgeous dress for like 20 bucks, you can just like buy and you have this thing in your wardrobe.
2: So do you charge? your customers for wardrobe rental or is that part of the package? Because um, you've uh, got to recoup that cost. Somehow. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I have now two easy packages because um, I also got a lot of people who are now like making their own clothes. So I made like the classic package, which is like you bring your own wardrobe or for cosplayers or for, um, yeah, some people have like family heirloom dresses. I had a few of those as well. So that's a classic package. And my other package is like the the deluxe. is when you get access to everything I own. Um, excuse me. And Everything I own, and like it's it's calculated in there. Like some pieces are like really expensive, um, but when I get like really expensive piece, I just like make a special with it. People mm. can book it in advance, and I you know I can like cheat the cost a little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like sometimes I like, buy a piece. It's like few hundred euros, and I'm like, oh no, what have
0: I done? Do you <laughs> have any? Ba- just, like, Do you have any bearskins for Rob?
1: Um, I have an, I have a, um who in English um, a boar skin, and mm. I could start there. Yeah, I have boar skin. skin. I don't have a bear skin yet. It's quite expensive. Yeah, and also again, like I want just the one want a, a, r- a reliable. I'll sauce. need you to find
0: a bear skin for Rob shoot.
1: I will ask meat alone. Maybe we yeah. will have one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rob, you ready to go to Belgium?
2: Ready to go to Belgium.
0: Bags Good. are packed. <laughs> so you publish your prices on your website. Yes. Does that? Did, did you have any apprehension of doing that? Of like, you know, yeah. scare people away or not make enough?
1: And when I put my prices online, people were like, "Oh, you're actually quite doable," and I'm like because um, I think like people when they see my wardrobe and some know the dresses I own they're like quite high above my packages um, I think it was in the beginning it was like you know it's like just selling yourself out and be like this is how much I am it was quite scary to do because you know you still have like these judgmental people but at the same time like <coughs> I get much easier because I have a lot of students as well and they know what they're getting for the price yep. so <coughs> I'm, I'm fine with it now like I think just like this bond we have to get over to because price is such like a taboo thing still I feel
0: sure Sure. A, a lot of photographers struggle with, you know, how to price themselves. Yeah. So for all your packages, when you, you know, your first package, you have five portraits or one set. Mm-hmm. Are you giving digital prints or are you then uh, selling yeah, prints to them afterwards? Yeah, I only do digital.
1: I have, like, a printer, which I really should start using. Um, I did some, like, in the beginning, I did, like, packages with prints as well. I quit because it got too expensive for to rent, which is, like, yeah, it was a harsh reality. But I want to start picking it up again because I feel like I did it for digital for quite some time, like a year now. But I kind of feel like it's not living up to the expectations. Of I want to give to my clients. Like, yeah when I'm really into paper as well it's like one of the weirdest obsessions when, f- when you have like the right paper you have like this print that like my style of photography which is quite painterly contemporary Yeah. if you see it in print it's like an actual painting and I really want to start doing that again and be like look how beautiful this is you know like I don't care about how much it costs me like look how beautiful yeah, I'm going
0: to need like a six foot print of Rob on a canvas when we're done with it <laughs> I'm gonna need that. you to sniff out one of those, f- like an old antique frame. Too. Oh, I can have a few. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it has to be,
2: yeah, gilded yeah. and. That's gonna be above. A, above okay, you i were really does. pushing this thing hard this morning. You
1: know? I'm really excited. I've been pushing about it hard.
0: <laughs> I've been pushing it hard since like season two. I don't know what you're talking yeah,
1: about.
2: That's <laughs> actually true. <laughs> <laughs> so who's on your team? Who um, do you work with regularly?
1: I have like a very small team of models, uh, but my actual creative team. I work a lot with Jane from Vintage. She's a makeup artist. Um, I'm also just recently um, like got in a team like Eileen de Blauwe, she's another makeup artist and hairstylist. Mm. And then I have Julia Linehair who's like actually the hairstylist and she makes the craziest things ever. Like I can just show her like the weirdest construction. I'm like, can you do this? She's like, sure. And she does it like in two hours, <laughs> and I'm like, how on earth did you like even like what? It's <laughs> <laughs> really awesome. So and now I, have this, I have a really nice team. I used to also work with a lot of Kika van Macabre. Um, and she's also like this really talented makeup artist. And she creates these creatures and stuff, and like these really sculpt people. And it's, like, gorgeous like a living work of art. Kind of sad I can't show it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it worked a lot of with Toast Tree now. Um, and now they other, like different um, specializations that I realized now. Like if I need something really crazy, I need Julia Line hair. Right. If I need something really classical, I like classical hair, I will ask Eileen because she's really good in like this beautiful traditional kind of things but still with a lot of flair in it you know like it's massive beautiful waves and stuff um and Jens because she can do anything like she does classic she does like crazy she, she can do beauty because she's also a professional makeup artist at Nyx. um so it's really awesome to have like this team like rely on and they all live in Antwerp so it's quite easy and be yeah. like I have an idea like come do this
2: <laughs> do you do all your work there or do you travel with it at all?
1: Uh, I just started traveling since tomorrow.
2: <laughs> since tomorrow. <that's>... Yeah, tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to travel. That that that's recent. I just started traveling since tomorrow. <laughs> sorry. That's a good quote. Yeah, part. no,
1: like, you know, like, because I buy so much costumes, I'm, like, broke every month. It's just, like, I just have my rent, and sometimes I'm, like, oh, rent money is gone. I bought clothes. Oops. <laughs> that happened quite some time. I hope my boyfriend doesn't hear this. Um, but, yeah, like, I want to start, like, buying less costumes, as painful as it is. Um, I want to start, like, traveling more for my work because I think, like, two-thirds of my client base is, like, from everywhere except Belgium, which is really awesome. But I kind of want to start traveling myself to, like, meet more people, like I did, like, in the photography show now. Um, And, like, you know, just get out there, meet more people, and, like, go to people who can't travel like I did and just, like, see how that works out in in the next year or so.
2: So most of the people are traveling to come to you. How far away are they coming from?
1: Um, Right now, I think the first is Slovakia, who came from a workshop? I also have like people from Norway coming up for uh, a couple shoots, um, and most of them like it, it had from Italy, England, Germany, quite a lot, Ireland, Scotland, uh, Netherlands, France. Uh, I think I'm missing a few. I have also like students from America, but it's for online classes when I'm like teaching. It's like a far, but like it's online, so right. it's kind of different. Um, but like, they did come from quite far these days, and it's like still very strange. I'm like. Yeah, where you come from? Oh, I come from Norway. I'm like, you what? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I didn't even know it. You just, like, come for, like, it's a good excuse for a weekend off, as they call it. Right. So, and because I'm quite, like, central, uh, like, very easy, accessible from all directions, it's quite easy to just come over and, like, don't spend, like, three hours and enter, where I am and stuff. So it's so quite awesome.
0: What does your average week look like? How many shoots do you do in a week?
1: Oh, damn. Um, well, I shoot a bit too much personal work still. Um, so I'm usually shooting like, whenever shooting day, I do like four to five sets. Um, and then I like have like two or three clients a week, sometimes two on a day, depending on how big the packages are, of how complicated the set is, so.
0: Is the set a completely different makeup? Yeah, a set is like
1: a complete new look and okay. a new and a concept and everything. Sometimes I have like like build up of a lot of cross dresses as well. Like they start with like a feminine concept and like we build up for like a male concept. Did you say cross-dressers? Three. Yeah, like cross-dressers, transgenders. People who like gender fluid and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's really awesome. Also, really interesting for me to like meet people like that, because you know I'm like I'm like wiggling in between everything, and I find it really interesting to know about people. Um, It's also cool to see because like they take the transformation I do in my job, like like the next level. Sometimes I've got somebody come in, it's like super feminine. And done with the makeup, showing have a guy in front of you, and it's like the biggest m- mindfuck you will ever have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're sitting there like an if you look it's like a girl, you look back, you, know, you look back, son, it's like a guy, and you're like, damn, son. <laughs> it's like, you're handsome. I am, <laughs>
2: damn, son. Yeah, like
1: sometimes you're really handsome, and I'm like, oh, I'm so triggered right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's really cool, yeah.
0: Are there Comic-Cons in Europe?
1: We have a few, yeah. Um, I feel like you'd crush it there. Yeah, I've actually just recently started a Cosplay. Yeah. Uh, because I was, again, like fantasy photography, like cosplays, sure. like this it can be quite techy sometimes. And I'm like, I have like kind of had of expectation with my own costumes, like it has to be the same. Um, but I reached out like in one of my cosplay groups there, like Cosplay Cloud. I was like, yeah, is there anybody here like who wants to like team up and stuff? And I found quite some talent and I was like, oh, well, this is surprisingly nice. Um, but I'm, I'm planning a need to go to like to Fax. We have like Faxland uh, Spring and Winter and we have Made in Asia which was just this weekend. Um, there was also su- some other ones, very small ones. Um, oh, wait, there's a
0: Comic-Con them? going There was a Comic-Con right now. right now? But yeah, sure. so is it still going on? I In don't Birmingham. think so. It was just. weekends? Yeah, think. I think it was, it was like, yeah. a couple of days before because I yeah. saw all of the Star Wars characters. It was through.
1: so cool. I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so he like.
0: The old ones or the new ones?
1: I like I like it all. Like it all. Like I'm very simple. Like some people are like, oh, the old ones are good, or the new ones are better. I'm like, more Star Wars. Like who cares? You know, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> very simple.
0: <laughs> so are you there the day they come out? Sorry? Are you there like the day, opening day, like in um, line waiting?
1: No, I, I haven't been like again because I book quite far in advance now okay. and like all my weekends are booked, but I used to do that, yeah. Like back when I was cosplaying myself. Um, I did all of my own, my own characters I always did because I had so many costumes already. Because I've been hoarding since 2009, so that explains why I have so much. Um, <laughs> You've been what
2: You're hoarding? Doing? Hoarding. Oh. Yeah, I, hoarding. I, I, like, my entire house is full of. Oh yeah. You heard sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dutch. <laughs>
1: yeah, with my weird accent. Yeah. <laughs> no. So
0: how far out are you booked, and when do you think you'll change your pricing or raise it? And
1: um, I think I'm gonna like I'm like still wiggling around a little bit with it. Um, I think I'm gonna keep my pricing until like next year. Um, because I had a really rough year now and I almost quit the business completely because, oh, I was, wow. yeah, it was, it was so much going on. I had so many like non-fun surprise bills and just everyone's so hardcore. And like a lot of my boyfriend has a really heavy operation and it was just too much. And I lost my passion for photography completely. So I was like, you know, like end of this, the end of uh, 2017, I might quit because, you know, I was not making enough money. Um, but then I was like, at the last two weeks, because I gave myself a deadline, like, if does not to work out by then, I'm going to find, like, a supermarket job somewhere. Um, and suddenly, I realized, like, how much I wanted to do this. I was like, I don't want to find, like, a shit-ass job. I want to do this. <laughs> like, I just, I want to work, like, 20 hours a day. Yeah, no,
2: don't get a shit-ass job. Yeah, this like is like a it's great business. <laughs> it's just a Bad yeah, it's moves. just
1: really hard, and, like, I was yeah. just so demotivated after everything that happened, and, like, every time you had, like, I got, like, this really nice job, and you, you make enough money, like, right. I can pay my rent and buy food, and then you had, like, a bill of 2000 you were, like, well, buy money, you know, like, it was just always right after right. every day again, it happened and happened and happened again, um, but, like, yeah, suddenly, like, the last two weeks, I was, like, I-, I can't give this up, you know, I worked so hard for this, and, like, I can't give this up, and then suddenly, like, I had clients again, I was, like, this is a sign from above, Right. So I'm now really fighting to, like, get over it and, like, you know, get out of this this pit I put myself in. Was this the first
2: time you've ever so. kind of hit a wall like that where you thought, I'm going to quit this business?
1: Um, I think it was then. Yeah. Like, I've, I'm really stubborn. I was like, you know, I've, I've been fighting, like, half of my life to get here and, like, you know, make a place for myself and, like, get somewhere. But um, that was a real wall because, you know, we all have, like, these creative dips and stuff. And you're just, like, in bed and, like, I don't want to do this anymore. But then you're like... I have pictures to eat it. So you just get out of bed <laughs> and you start eating <laughs> again. Yeah. But it was the first time. Like in those few months, I was like, even like my camera just looked at it and I was like, I, I, I can't. I couldn't eat it anymore. I couldn't do it. It was really, really, a very heavy, dark time for me because yeah. you know, photography kept me alive and that fell away from me. And I was like, this sucks. You know. So was what was the hard.
0: turning point? You
1: I think that I was just suddenly realizing I was going to quit, and I was like, suddenly I was like, you know, like deep inside, I was like, i was still like. I can't quit this, like I have all these beautiful things. And you know, I, I managed like through my old job and I built this business and then like, you know, like I got there um, and then I still got some clients who were, like, I just could pay my rent. And I know it just somehow clicked it again. I was like, because like when you're on the edge of like giving up, you like, you go to a party and you're like, oh, I'm not totally gonna leave, but you can't leave because it's still so much fun. That's what I had, I think, in the last two weeks.
0: We kind. have someone in our crew that does that. Oh, really? Yeah, she won't leave the party. Ever?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like you like me, then, but that's oh, yeah. the business.
0: Let's let's talk about this, Gary. No, <laughs> we're we are leaving, Emily. No, let's talk about
2: this, Gary. No, she Great. says it much more sweetly yeah. than that. No, her let's tone talk about this, yeah. Gary. Her tone Guys, is let's not talk that about harsh. Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Anyway. <laughs>
0: calling her out so do you have uh, by chance six dresses with you that we could probably all fit into
1: oh I'm sorry no oh you didn't travel you don't no. travel with dresses oh. if I had no one I, I, I'm like
2: that would have been awesome what kind of dress would you put Gary in if you were going to yeah. photograph him
1: oh um
2: because he has to be in a dress
1: It's a difficult one I don't know yet um,
2: what do
0: you think my color is
1: I think we'd we'll take something blue and silver, I think.
0: Ooh, I like blue and silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you
1: like more of the cool tone. I see more warm tones with him, and you have like more cool tones in you, I think. So I, I might have a few. because you're cooler you're than Rob. Yeah. No! Or, your, or
0: your heart is <laughs> colder, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ice cold. cold. <laughs> so what's next for you? How? What's the next six months look like? Are you I've traveling no a lot? <laughs> you getting booked?
1: Um... I have a few bookings planned, and um, I really want to get started to like, because I did a lot of portrait shoots, but I feel like I'm getting in a routine, which is also like one of the reasons I got so tired of it, and I got bored of it, because I'm shooting all the time, and it's really awesome, but I don't have like a personal challenge anymore, um, because like, you know, I made a business, and I was like, my dream goal was like, if I get it when I'm 50 or 60, it's fine, you know, and I'm now 27, I'm like, oh, well, I made my dream. So, I'm now looking for more ways, and I think I really want to go into like getting art galleries or something because mm-hmm. I would love to hang my art in galleries um, and also do more wall art and I think traveling a lot more, like start more educating a lot more because I, I really like editing. Like, ed- educating people, mm-hmm. I find it so cool because yeah, teaching is fun. Teaching is so much fun because you can like inspire others because people are always like, Yeah, Laura, I don't have your room, I don't have your budget, I don't have your wardrobe. Now I'm like, Girl, like I shoot from like a converted bathroom, like my wall is, my background is one meter 35. It's the smallest, there is. I work <laughs> with the cheapest light still I have, I could buy from Ellen So it's not about like what you have, it's what you do with it. And I want like, right. to like teach more people to just be like, you know, it's not gonna be easy. Like you're probably gonna cry more in a week than you did in a whole year if you do this. But <laughs> it's so worth it. Like if you're really, really, really passionate about it, you will just like, you will get through all those dips and you'll find so much love in it. And I want to pass it on to people and like, Um, inspire more people like who struggle with like self-esteem and like mental issues as well because i get a lot of people who do that like we have like very um who are like the depressed or even suicidal Um, and they come to me because they feel in their work a lot from my arcadia series for example they see those pictures and they want to feel that powerful and beautiful as well Mm -hmm. and they come to me for that and like it's really awesome you can like give people like you know literally not a day to live that's um, interesting
2: so a lot, a lot of the, your yeah. clients actually suffer from depression yes, and a and lot the, of them the fantasy and the, the cosplay yeah. or whatever is, is a release for them a way to it's feel better it's a release
1: better. yeah both, is a, both a release and also like you know they find strength in it because they see all these really awesome like girls like I have a lot of women who do it as well especially with the armor and stuff because mm-hmm. it's really like I used to be like it as well like I needed armor in my life um, but they really feel like you know they get strength out of it because it's all still very feminine and very beautiful mm-hmm. but it's also not just be like oh I'm a beautiful girl I like makeup and stuff which is fine but a lot of people want to be more powerful and they find it might work
2: that's a really interesting perspective because I've never I've, I've never really thought about cosplay that much or why people would do it, it it's always it's been almost a little odd to me. I'm like, why? Why are they so drawn yeah, like to it? I but I've never it. thought of it actually being as therapeutic or cathartic.
1: Yeah. I mean, same for me, actually, because I just really enjoy like dressing up and like parading around. Yeah. Like even my mom doesn't recognize me when I do it, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> but when um, people told me, like, of like also people like see my work with the kaleidoscope effects. Yeah. And like, had a girl specifically asked for that type of shoot because she had a really severe depression and she felt like that was her way of showing her depression in real life oh that's um, interesting yeah it was, was like it's also very touching for me like you know we get such such a sensitive and like right. emotional subjects because I'm depressed myself um, and like you know the you can do something for them and like for me it's just like pushing buttons now but you know, the, the the reward emotionally and the messages you get afterwards is, like, it's so touching. That's awesome. Yeah, like, it's it's really touching for me. And I want to do the same with the education and mm. stuff because, like, I'm really camera shy. <laughs> it's like I'm That's this bi- funny. I'm, I'm a really big hypocrite. Yeah. I'm super camera shy, so I found, like, a way to, like, get my own head out of it with photography. And I want to pass it on to others who struggle with the same or, like, you know, who, like, want to get there but just look up to people like me and, like, like Emily, for example, they're like, yeah, but like, me, yeah, I can't do that. Like, you can, you just have to learn it, and like, you know, just you know, I, I sell my, my knowledge, of course, because it's right. my business. But I don't do it for the money. I do it because I really want to like
2: inspire others out yeah. there.
1: Like, it's still my business. I have to pay my rent somehow, so <laughs> it's better than right. like a supermarket job. Um, but I really want to get more into that as well in the next or like a six months. Ass or job, don't yeah. want a shit <laughs> ass job. You no know, more shit ass jobs. So, yeah. other
2: than the portrait of me on a boar skin rug, what's your next personal project that you want to pull off?
1: Um, I'm working that's not a
0: personal project. That's going to be a, oh, a commission. Oh, that's yeah, a commission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not. Pro- okay. Well,
2: it could be personal for her. But what's the next personal project that you want to pull will cause do? a lot of personal issues for her when <laughs> she sees that. <laughs> Would you let her answer the question? Would you just. just Rob? <laughs> um,
1: I'm working on a few actually right now. So, I'm working on Arcadia still, which is a series kind of like launched me a little bit, I think. It's mm. a little like. I take all these people and put them like in this fantasy world of knights and warriors and kings and stuff. Um, I also started a project specifically about like inspired by my clients, which is to like break boundaries about like um, depression and like and like um, suicide and suicidal thoughts and like rape and stuff. Because I wanted like get actual uh, people who suffer from it who are victims victim from it and portray them. Because I shot two now and one lady had like a lot of um, auto mutilation I think you call it in English. She was like completely covered in scars. And I was able to photograph her with like completely exposed, and like all with armor as well. Like I want to show, like despite all the shit you've been through, and all the hardship, and like all the bullying, and still the ongoing bullying because people are really harsh about it. I want to show, like it's it's kind of a beautiful thing still that you're here and you can do what you you're still doing it, you know, every single day. Um, I want to like inspire others with that project to be like, look, it's okay to feel like a complete piece of shit like when you wake up but there's still hope for you it's like there's strength in it and you can do it still yeah. and I kind of hope I can like use my reach a little bit I
2: think there's a book I think you've got a book in you <laughs> on, on, seriously think about uh, about it, a book that discusses you know depression or or mental issues that mm-hmm. people kind of uh, wrestle with on a daily basis but the idea of the dress up and the photography is part of the therapy and I mean I don't know I don't think there's something in there it could be kind of interesting
1: maybe we will see. We'll see. Uh, right now, I just like, focus quite small scale and just like, you know, it's yeah. quite heavy for me as well to do it because I struggle with it myself and it's really hard to, you know, like, I just had to post on Facebook, like, look, guys, this is going to be like the weirdest casting I ever post. But I look for people who are, like, are, like, you know, you know like self harm themselves, or, like who have been raped and stuff. Like, I need you for like a project. And, you know, it's quite kind of awkward to post it on your Facebook, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, also because people had to sign up for it because it's, it's really exposing yourself and the whole project is about it. So people will know something is wrong with you, right. like wrong between lines, you know, because people are quite judgmental about it. still. So. Sure. So I find it really hard at I hope this like gives people more like the also like the strength to like, get for help and stuff because I didn't because I'm way too stubborn. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do it. Like if you listen to this and you're depressed, just go find help. Um,
2: Why didn't you get help?
1: Uh, i couldn't afford it at one point and at the same time i was like my friend well, my boyfriend so he also was really heavy and like i was more putting all my energy in him and like i was like i couldn't admit it to myself i was it uh, because i was it was very heavily you know like i was like keeping up appearances and stuff because you know you have like this presence and like the business has to look okay and stuff and i was like you know i can't like if i give into it people will be like oh you like you're broken i'm like mm-hmm. a little bit but you
2: know, like <laughs> <laughs> a little bit broken. <laughs> a little
1: bit broken in my head. It's getting better now, though. So like I think you know, we're all a little bit broken in our yeah, head. Yeah, that's like some, like degree. some a little you bit know, more than It just than comes than out ours. in different
0: ways and in different points in our life. But yeah, I think that's something that we all go through.
1: Yeah, I think we all go through it. Like I thought I was depressed until I got actually depressed, and I was like, oh well, th- this, this is a difference actually. <laughs> um, but now it's getting much better also because I get a lot of art therapy. We call it the jokingly the art therapy, but it's actually therapy for me to like, you know, to use my pictures and like help others with my with my struggles a little bit um, and it's knowing like I'm getting out of there now as well I might get help at one point just to like have a few talks um, just they don't refall fall in like when I have a dip again for the rest you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of these artist disturbing things like you don't want to give in like I'm a strong independent woman <laughs> 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 something like that I, f- yeah. I think that was in my head oh well
0: so wh- what social media do you gravitate towards what works for you
1: um, right now it's a lot of Facebook still I know fa- people hate Facebook um, but I still get a lot of clients through Facebook. Is this a uh, business Instagram. page or your personal page? A business page. I a business u- page. I use my personal page now as well to share my work a little bit more. Yeah. Um, because, like oh algorithms- Lord.
2: Hang on while the train goes through <laughs> the <laughs> roof. <through. laughs> <Jesus. laughs> yeah. Scrambled egg. Make count. sure you slam that door on your way out. God, people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, like um, I so. Your your Facebook business oh, page yeah, Facebook. Is, is actually yeah, right. working. A lot yeah, of people
0: like just kind of went went dead, but yours is still somehow
1: gone. I did. Yeah, because um, I use my personal page now as well because I do know that in the last month it went like completely downhill, like beyond anything. Um, but I still like I post a lot of things and like I think it's an easy way to interact with me uh, because people like I actually did a survey once. Like I was like trying to find out why my business wasn't working as good as anymore. And people thought I was really intimidating, and I was like, "Oh, well, th- this is awkward." <laughs> so I started more using it now and like share more like personal thingies a little bit, and like use my Instagram. Also, really heavy on Instagram, like share more of my personality, I show my face again because I didn't show my face at all. And people were like, "Oh, you're a woman," and I'm like, "Wait, I can- yes." <laughs> I had actual messages like, "I thought you were a guy," like you're still really? so young. Yeah, like I don't know why. Huh. That was quite funny though. Like I thought you were this old guy, and I'm like, "No." I'm like I'm like very young and like very feminine. Until <laughs> 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 I open my mouth, that is. Um, <laughs> I curse way too much. No,
2: that's um, good. That's right. We all do. It's
0: part of life.
1: Yeah, like I say, yeah. like the more you curse, you say, like the more you curse, the more intelligent you are. That's so true. My IQ is quite yeah. high. I think. The
0: more you curse, the longer you'll live. Also. That's science. Oh, there we go. True like, fact. I just made up. It's just science.
1: I will be two hundred by the end of my life. <laughs> 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 Um, no, like, yeah, that that's works, still works nicely for me. Um, I do am looking in more ways because I feel both Instagram and Facebook are, like, kind of going downhill. Um, and I'm also really miss like, the social interaction, like, the real-life social interaction because I feel like you have this this image and, like, when people meet me, they're, like, much more into, like, booking me because they like my personality somehow. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I'm so derpy. I think that's maybe why. Uh, so, like, I want to get more into that as well. And also because I really, like... I like the social aspect of the job. You know, like you meet all these really cool people that like you can like t- talk to people. But um, I don't know how I will do that yet. Like, you know, it's like in my head is beautiful, then I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> but I will figure it out like in the next few months, I think.
2: Where um, do you want people to go to check out your work and learn more about you?
1: Um, you can go to my website. It's wee, wee, we. That's awesome. And that man. is awesome.
0: And I have uh, never seen
2: www <laughs> <laughs> w- <laughs> w- <laughs> w- <laughs> Wee
0: oui, wee
2: oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my English alone! <laughs> oh no, it's fabulous. No, so you so much just much. Fell in no. love with that. We that don't want to leave much. that alone. We want to pick that up and adopt it. We oui, no, oui. I'm never saying that again. <laughs> www <laughs> see, see the difference oui, between wee 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 and www. Http I'm so embarrassed right
1: now. So yeah, you can go there or like. Just on sh- Instagram, you can just like Sharon in- underscore art, and you will find my work as well. Awesome. So,
0: Awesome. Well, Laura, we wish you the best. Thank, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for stopping by. And
1: thank just, you for it having was me so early. It, it was a, <laughs> yeah, this was a fun it was a conversation. we <laughs> yeah. really enjoyed glad, it. glad you enjoyed it. Way to
0: kick off day three with a bang. Wee, wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee.
1: Stop. <laughs> no, we, lo- we seriously,
0: we love it. Can't that. stop, won't stop. <laughs> okay, to yeah. so download this episode and all of season seven here at the Photography Show, Go to rdgedupodcast.com and also subscribe on iTunes for free where we publish a new episode every Wednesday. Every single hump day. Every single hump day. That's it, over and out. Cheers. Marketing your photography business. Website optimization and strategy is now available for streaming and download at proedu.com.
2: You sound so official.
0: It's marketing at its best for Mm -hmm. photographers. you're tired of wasting your money on marketing...
2: If you're tired of wasting your money, period. You want that to know how period. to get the word out about you? You need check, to you need to create out. a hub.
0: Check it out. It's our Spokes. most It's our most viewed tutorial this quarter. That's impressive. It's, it's actually it. really good. It's a really good tutorial. It's fantastic. Proedu.com.
2: Pro, bro, bro, pro pro. Proedu is now unlimited. Get access to every single tutorial. Sign up at proedu.com come today about you i'll
0: take cover that this podcast is officially over see you next time never stop learn